Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Today's program is brought to you by Juniors. You have not really lived until you've had cheesecake at Juniors. For more information, visit JuniorsCheesecake.com. I'm Dave Arnold, host of Cooking Issues. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit HeritageRadioNetwork.org for thousands more. Welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on the Heritage Radio Network. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. Before I introduce today's guests, I have a bit of news to share. My weekly cleaning advice column, Ask a Clean Person, is moving to Esquire.com. Yay! I'm very excited. Um... As excited as I am about the move to Esquire, which I really am very, very thrilled about, I have to admit that it's bittersweet to leave my beloved Deadspin readers and listeners, and I hope that many of you will stick with me. The podcast will continue. There's been some concern about that, but fret not. I will not leave you. I love doing this far too much. Uh, One thing that won't change is my biweekly column on Racked National, Out Damn Spot, which tackles cleaning conundrums from a fashion and beauty perspective. Racked is also the home of my annual Clean Person Holiday Gift Guide, which is set to run this week. We're recording this on a Wednesday. I believe the gift guide is running on a Friday. Uh, So be on the lookout for that. And I am so excited to have my wonderful editors from Rack National, Meredith Haggerty and Julia Rubin, back in the studio with me today. We are going to be talking all about holiday messes, and then we're going to talk about that gift guide, and we're going to talk about maybe some great cleaning-related gifts we've gotten and some not so great cleaning related <laughs> gifts we've gotten. It's that's a dicey proposition. I'm gonna I'm gonna totally level. Uh, let me introduce you a little bit more to Mare and Julia. Uh, Meredith is Rack's reports editor, and her favorite holiday food is are those Russell Stover boxed candies. We had a we had a rousing discussion before we went on air about how much we both like sickly sweet candies and desserts. Uh, Julia is Rack's features editor. And her favorite holiday food are lockies, which I told her was the correct answer. Uh, and she described them as basically being hash browns, which is also correct. World's most perfect food. I mean, they're absolutely delicious. Yeah. Plus, plus, you get your choice of sides. You get sour cream or applesauce. Love it. Is there a movement these days towards like artisanal dipping sauces for lockies? <laughs> like, are I we going so, into honestly. like? Are we going into like? plum sauce territory great question i don't know about the sauces but like restaurants love bringing the like fancy laka yes and not just like a russ and daughter's cafe but like you'll go places and they'll just you know and basically it's just like 
again, just like a fancy hash brown. It's a fancy hash brown. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed in the past couple of years that there's been a, a trend towards sort of the alternate root vegetable latke. Yes. The, you know, the fancy carrot, purple carrot latke. And Meredith is making a bad gonna, face. Yeah. She's like, no, for. no, potato, <laughs> potato, potato, potato. So That's my Shannon Bedore <laughs> impression. Shannon Bedore is one of the Real Housewives of Orange County. I love her. <laughs> I love her. Uh, and in fact, you know, she's a, she's a big um, holiday person. So that was a thematic reference that I just made. Nice. Um, All right. So for the first segment, though, before we get into the holiday gift guide and talk all about retail therapy, which is like Rack's thing, right? We're all about we're all about being inquisitive at Rack's stuff. You can buy buy things. There's a reason to address. Yeah. Um, (laughs) We wanted to devote the first segment to holiday messes. Because then you're going to get all those gifts that are going to help you clean up the messes you made. There you go. It's my nickname at Christmas. Um, we just, <laughs> Messy Meredith. <laughs> just a holiday mess. Yeah. <laughs> the holidays are very messy. They're, they're very messy. So we ju- we're recording just after Thanksgiving. Um, and so I, have, I got one Thanksgiving question that actually came in amazingly enough. I was very impressed with this guy. He managed to make a Thanksgiving mess before Thanksgiving. <laughs> Like two days before Thanksgiving, I get this email. It's like, well, when you hear it, you'll know what it is. So I was like, good for you. You're really ahead of the ball. Most people are going to wait till next week to email me. Um, (laughs) So we'll talk about that. I I actually have, I made a holiday mess this year and I was pissed, you guys. (laughs) Tell us what it was. Here's what it was. So to understand why I was pissed, you have to first know this about me. I'm I'm a very good cook. And I mean, sorry, not to like do my own home, but I am. I'm a good cook. And I I mean, I cook dinner at home every night. So, you know, I have experience and I'm a good cook and I enjoy doing it. I have a few, few things in life that I am not great at and I accept it and either avoid it or just do my best. One of those things is making gravy. And gravy is a it's a tricky thing. A lot of people are not great at, so I don't feel bad admitting that. But this year, I finally made a really good gravy, really, really, really good. Like not That's even hard. not even like good by Jolie Sanders. Like actually, just legit good gravy. <laughs> and proceeded to upend the bowl as soon as I set it down on my Thanksgiving buffet. Oh, half a bowl of gravy all over everything do you just make people like eat it off the carpet i was like like it's good it It doesn't matter (laughs) i was like what did i just i can't believe it so so half the bowl was saved half the bowl was in the bowl that i was serving it so i put that aside i grabbed another bowl and like my hand was like scooping the gravy (laughs) into this other bowl because there was so much of it that like it wasn't even paper towels i would have had to use like a six pack of bounty for that so much you just needed like a loaf and then and then i'm still sitting there and i'm looking at this bowl this half bowl of upended gravy and i was like do i save it and serve it or do i and i was like no i gotta pitch it i gotta pitch it very honest of you yeah yeah i mean listen i could have we had a small thanksgiving so we we didn't even need that much so that that was sort of partly wise i'll just and then i cleaned it up and it was all fine but anyway i was i was I was less mad about the mess and more mad that I upended the the first the first good gravy I've ever turned out in my life. You know? I, like, ah. I would have served um, it with like little fuzzy things in it and been like, "That's gravy." What you've never had gravy before? Sorry, it's lumpy. <laughs> Homemade, lumpy. yeah, real way. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so but that was not as bad as two other messes that that made their way to me. Uh, on well, one was on Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving night, so I was I was already prone 
and watching Batman. By the time <laughs> this this came in, I got a panic text from my friend Bex, um, who is a, a wonderful friend of mine, and who, had, who I've cleaned up her messes. In fact, some of her messes are in in my book. Um, <laughs> like I've like, cared for her after surgery, kind of cleaning up her messes type thing. So anyway, so she's a very close friend. And she, I get a text message from her. Jolie, emergency, I hope you see this. Uh, we, Someone just upended an entire bottle of red wine all over the table and the chairs. <laughs> and so what do we do? And so I happened to get the message literally right when it came in and wrote back. And I was like, all right, did it just happen? Grab the table salt. So here is red wine, red wine tip number one. Um, when you have a spill... If it's a big spill, a small spill, it doesn't matter. If you catch it right when it's fresh, grab for the table salt. If you can grab actually just the whole like jug of Morton salt, even better because <laughs> it's going to pour faster than your tiny little shaker will. Um, but the tiny little shaker is fine too. Pour a huge amount of salt on the scene. And what this, what that is going to do, salt acts as a desiccant. Uh, which is a means a fancy word for absorbing. Like you know, damp red. I was just going to say, <laughs> Julia knows all about desiccants because she is a huge fan of damp red. The last time she was here, sure that, was, that was what she and I talked about was, was musty smells and damp, <laughs> damp homes. Um, so the salt is going to absorb a lot of that red wine. And then what you'll do is you'll, you'll brush it away. If it's a small amount, you can vacuum it up or you know use a sweeper brush. Um, if it's a larger amount and then you'll be able to stain treat the red wine you can use you know a stain pretreatment product like resolve which is particularly good on tan and say resolve used to be spray and wash um, I don't know if people know that 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 spray and wash changed its name to resolve it was bought anyway interesting things about sort of corporate naming history I didn't um, know that yeah, yeah. Um, and people know spray and wash, but people think of Resolve as the carpet cleaner, which it is. But mm-hmm. there's also they also renamed, which I actually think was a bad move on their part. Yeah. Spray and wash was so self-explanatory. Yeah, exactly. I knew what to do. Yeah, Resolve. Exactly. I'm like, do I just is this done now? Is it resolved? <laughs> yeah. Like- and I actually I was just looking this up, and it, and I think they've changed the branding ever so slightly again, so that it's now called Resolve Spray and Wash because <laughs> I think that they they realized that that was a problem. So anyway. people were probably just leaving it. Yeah, so so good old spray and wash, Resolve spray and wash is is excellent for tannin stains, which red wine, coffee, tea are all tannin stains. Um, that's a very good one. But even you know dish soap, even soaking it in a little laundry detergent, getting getting it right into the wash if you can. Um, you know if you're not literally in the middle of your meal, <laughs> and can, like strip the tablecloth off. Um, so that that's the way to handle it. And in fact, that's what they did. And the tablecloth is saved. But you know her, her bubby's tablecloth is saved, oh, which makes oh, me so happy. Uh, her bubby and I also have the same birthday, so like a affection affection for the bubby. <laughs> um, Speaking of Julia, you and I should mention our adopt a bubby program idea. That yes. we, we we think that there should be a program that you can adopt a bubby so that at at Hanukkah time we can have homemade latkes. Because as I told Jolie, like technically I have bubbies, but they don't really cook, so I don't get any of the uh, culinary benefits. Mm-hmm. Right, and I would love, yeah, just like great Jewish grandma food. Yeah. Got, so got if anyone's laughing. interested, if there are any bubbies out there who are looking for, for I mean, we are, are very in the cute of the rent a mom that you can rent. And it's that that's in Bushwick, right? Or is I did not know that. Oh, no, there's a lady who's renting herself out as a mom. Oh yes, hipsters. She if she has a mom her of her own, hopefully that mom could be a bubby for rent. 
hit us up let us know let us all right know. we're gonna work on this guys we i'm want really this. i'm really serious about this idea um so anyway so so bex's bubby's tablecloth was saved and i felt very good and she said that one of her aunts literally went online as all of this was happening and ordered my book which was also just like, was so lovely <laughs> thank thank you all schwartz family i really appreciate the support and i was glad to be able to help out i also got the next day um, an email from an old friend uh, who I met. God, I don't even want to say how long ago I met this woman. <laughs> who was on a trip that I took after I graduated from college uh, into Turkey when you could still travel to Turkey, if that tells you anything. Yes. Yeah, so, um, so Sharon sends me an email. She says, hi, Jolie. The red wine and cranberry sauce stains came out of the lace tablecloths perfectly with the OxyClean. What would I do without your book? Hope your Thanksgiving was bountiful and filled with love. Hugs, Sharon. So that made me happy, too, because she did exactly what I would have said for more set-in stains, which is to take the tablecloth off and just give it a long soak overnight in, you know, OxyClean or any one of the oxygenated bleaches, something like Borax. Uh, If it's a white tablecloth, you can use powdered Cascade, the dishwashing detergent, which is very, very good on getting stains out of white and light colored things can have a little bleaching effect on darker items so careful of that but very good so the the long soak is the other sort of big thing um the last thing to mention when it comes to red wine stain there are there are lots of ways to get red wine stains out um and we should probably devote an entire show just to that easily um, it should be a drinking show, but, too. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like a Kathy Lee and Hoda style. Okay, Mira, you're, you come back for that one. And <laughs> yeah, okay, we'll, we'll drink See throughout. you soon. Um, <laughs> so the other thing to mention is that there is a product called Wine Away that is very good. Great name. Speaking yeah. of great, names. Yeah, great names. Names that tell you what they do. Exactly. Yep. And, you know, a lot of times with those, those kinds of products, there's a, a tendency to look at them and go, mm, does it really work or is this just a marketing scheme? And that's mm-hmm. a good thing to think and it's a good way to, to question your, your products. But I will tell you in the case of Wine Away, it is a very good product. It's got the good housekeeping seal of approval. Um, I have had friends who have used it and uh, when we get to the next segment and talk a little bit more about gift guides, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about Wine Away. Before we do that, though, I have that question from Dan, who emailed me before Thanksgiving with this Thanksgiving disaster. What'd you do, Dan? Uh, what'd you do, Dan? Well, Meredith, here, why don't you why don't you read Dan's question? Oh, I'll be and, Dan. Yeah, and you you can tell us what Dan did. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Dan. Perfect. Okay. Uh, Thanksgiving topic. This is my Dan voice. Yeah. Made a ton of pumpkin and sweet potato pie for Thanksgiving. Used an emulsion blender, which is dope. Downside. (laughs) (laughs) Men really, they really write the best. I'm so excited for him. (laughs) Congratulations, Dan. Congratulations on your blender. Dope. (laughs) They love the gadgets. What can I say? Uh, Downside. My kitchen wall now looks like a Pollock painting. This is a very reference heavy. Yeah. I tried to clean as I went. Alas, I failed. And the wall seems to be permanently stained with flecks of orange and brown. I hate the Cleveland Browns and refuse to live with this new color scheme. (laughs) It's a normal white painted wall. Nothing special. Advice? I have advice. I also want to say, poor Dan. I also want to say like that, man, that now, now I'm going to like cry on air. This is why I'm going to miss my freaking dead spin readers, right? They're putting (laughs) Cleveland Brown references into their Thanksgiving mess. He loves his blender. He hates the browns. He feels good about Pollock paintings, maybe. Or he knows them. He knows them. They're like like a literary and funny. I feel like I know so much about Dan now. Yeah. 
I should find out if Dan, Dan is dope. Yeah. Yeah. Should find out if Dan is single. Maybe we can set him up with someone, ladies. <laughs> uh, okay. So here, here is actually my advice for Dan, which is pretty simple. Um, what Dan needs is Dan needs a rag. I, I think a, an old, uh, dishcloth not one that's that's really heavy like not a heavy duty terry cloth one maybe one of those like flour sack type ones a thinner dishcloth an old uh washcloth would also be good for this he just needs a rag that that's sort of not too big and not too thick and what i want dan to do is i want dan to soak it in hot 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 water um so i don't want him to burn his hands (laughs) so you know wear a glove if you need to or you know as as hot as you you can stand and then just put a little bit of dish soap or hand soap. You should probably have both of those in your kitchen, I'm imagining. If you have, Dan, I mean, you got a hand blender, man. You're pretty advanced. So I'm going to assume you have dish soap and hand soap. So just a little bit of soap. Um, and the, the combination of the soap and the hot water um, is, is going to allow you to just scrub all those little spots off. It may be a little bit tedious, but the hot water really um, is going to help to reconstitute that pumpkin which basically the problem is it's dried on. So what happens when something dries on, it loses its moisture. If you add moisture back to it, it will become more pliable because it'll be back in its initial state. Like if you, if you spray pumpkin and you clean up immediately, it's super easy because it's still wet and you just wipe it away. Mm -hmm. So that's what I think you should do. If the pumpkin and sweet potato is really, really being stubborn, which it may be, um, you can up your game a little bit and dilute a small amount of ammonia. It sounds like Dan probably will not need a lot because it's this isn't a huge mess. It's just a little bit flingy. Um, <laughs> so it's not that there's a lot of matter. It's just that it's spread. Um, so I would say maybe ooh, two tablespoons of ammonia diluted in a quarter or two of water, warm water. It's probably going to be great. Wear gloves for that. Work in a well-ventilated area because ammonia is stinky. Uh, don't, and once in my, my warning always that I have to give with ammonia is never mis- mix it with any kind of bleach product. Uh, it will cause a chemical reaction <laughs> that will kill you um, <laughs> which like- maybe at the holidays is the thing you want um, but no there please so don't do that science every time There's i so much science. literally every time i read you i listen to you we talk i'm just like science like dampered science, Dampered. science. Like, <laughs> it's all science. Ammonia, science indeed uh ammonia plus bleach e- equals mustard gas <laughs> um so yeah he can he can do that and then scrub the walls and the ammonia is really a great little cleaner especially in the kitchen if he wants something that's heavy duty but not as uh toxic as ammonia Mm -hmm. simple green is excellent i have to say i'm a recent convert to not that i was a denier um but i'd heard people talk about simple green for a long time and and really sing its praises and i had just never tried it and i bought some recently and man i gotta say this stuff works like a charm um i cleaned out the interior of a microwave recently with it and it was like wow this is good Um, yeah and actually i also i clean my oven with it and it worked really, really well. So anyway, so Simple Green is a good, um, you know, more, more eco-friendly choice uh, if Dan would prefer that to the ammonia. The last thing to mention is if there really is staining that's not coming off, then it's time for our pal Dan to go buy himself a magic eraser. Um, I love the magic I eraser. I love the magic eraser. I try to use it on everything. Everything. I, yeah. I was Shoes. recently... 
I was was recently at the Procter and Gamble headquarters, the the research and development facility in Cincinnati. Um, Actually, for something I'm doing for Racked with Meredith uh, that you will see in January. Um, And I was there. I was there to to learn a whole lot about laundry, even more than I already know about laundry. And I did learn a lot. It was very interesting. Um, But that P and G is also the parent company of Magic Eraser. And at one point, I tried to sneak off to go into the like magic eraser wing. <laughs> <laughs> My escort was like, totally not today. Like, we'll bring you back. It's okay. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really obsessed with them. They're great. What are they? You know, yeah. Like, I love What's them. the science there? Yeah. Tell they're, me more science. They're, they're melamine foam. That does not help. Sure. Me. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, <laughs> so melamine. So you probably have some melamine plates, plates yeah. uh, or little trays or, you know, so on and so forth in your home. The melamine um, can also be broken down into a chemical compound where it's turned into essentially foam bricks. And that's what the magic eraser is. And to use it, you wet it and you use it to scrub whatever has been stained. The, the caveat that we always have to give with magic erasers is you should test them in an inconspicuous place if possible because they you can think of them as being like a fine sandpaper. Oh. oh, so it's like an abrasion thing? It's an abrasion thing. Yeah. I had no idea. And so me and I lo- and I <laughs> and I love <laughs> and I love making that comparison because I think it describes exactly why you would want to test it first to make sure yeah. Yeah. that it doesn't cause damage in the same way that a fine sandpaper which could be very safe on some surfaces could cause visible scratching on other surfaces so you always want to test it so that's what a magic eraser is and but also (laughs) they're magic (laughs) that's what's really important i would say dan if none of that works too he could just get paint and paint those flecks his his team's favorite colors that's a and that or you know maybe a mural yeah, I, that's a that's a great idea, Meredith. <laughs> Turning lemons into lemonade in a real way. <laughs> um, all right. So listen, on that note, this is a good time for us to take a quick break. Uh, Meredith, Julie, and I will be back in just a minute to talk about this year's Clean Person Gift Guide. Hey. Let's play a game. If I say three words, let's say Brooklyn classic food. You tell me what comes to mind. I'll give you a second. If the answer wasn't juniors, you lose the game. You can't possibly be a Brooklyn foodie, or a foodie at all for that matter, and not know about Junior's. Founded by Harry Rosen in 1950, Junior's landmark restaurant is known as the home of New York's best cheesecake. Real talk, you have not fully lived unless you've had Junior's cheesecake. The original location in Brooklyn on Flatbush Avenue is still thriving, or you can check them out at recent landmark additions in New York's Grand Central Terminal or in the heart of the theater district on Broadway and Times Square. Check out their first restaurant outside of New York at the Fox Tower Hotel at Foxwoods Casino in Connecticut. It's not just cheesecakes. They've got steak, seafood, sandwiches, salad, everything you would possibly need to complete an authentic New York dining experience. 
Don't be embarrassed next time somebody asks you if you've been to Junior's. Visit juniorscheesecake.com for more information. Hi, this is Linda Palaccio, host of A Taste of the Past. And you know, I remember my very first show, December 2009. Ooh, it was a cold winter. And my first. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Guest was William Grimes from the New York Times. Now, the one specific I had to tell him was Wear a hat, gloves, and a warm coat, because our studio had no heat. We had no heat in the winter. We had no air conditioning in the summertime. It was rough going, but we were a startup, and we had a good show, regardless of the fact that we could see our breath. So today, we still have hurdles to climb over, and the only way we can get there is with your help. So if you would please consider being a member and press that little beating heart button in the upper right-hand corner to donate. It's going to help us have heat and electricity and air conditioning and really good sound with really great guests. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Kerr, and my guests today are Rax, Meredith Haggerty, and Julia Rubin. We've been talking about holiday messes. Holidays are very, very messy, which I'm always glad for because it <laughs> keeps me in work into the new year, you know. Um, the holidays are also the season of giving. So before we move on to our discussion of this year's clean person gift guide and why you should give the gift of clean to your loved ones, which I believe you should, I want to introduce Erin Fairbanks, the executive director here at Heritage Radio Network. Hi, Erin. Hey, guys. Thanks for letting me bust into this party. Sure thing. (laughs) So many good vibes. It really is quite a party in here, isn't it? (laughs) Um, So I'm coming to you from the HRN corporate offices, um, which is really just a warehouse around the corner with no windows. (laughs) So don't make too glamorous of a picture um one to say thanks to jolie of course for giving us at the radio network the gift of clean um and we don't even have to save for the holidays yeah you know it's been really special to me uh personally to have you kind of join our our podcast lineup and i wanted to say a big thanks and i feel like um you have brought so much to the table for us and in addition to like teaching us how to fold sheets in the office. Yeah, I do. I've, <laughs> I've done fitted sheet folding demos in the office for them. I think like magic. everyone, magic. yeah, everyone on our staff has probably at this point texted Jolie for personal cleaning advice. So it feels like a real boon. Um, I know you guys are jumping into your gift giving guide and, and I do have to make an additional plug because one of the things that helps us keep Jolie on the airwaves is the support of listeners like you guys out there listening. And we would love to hear from you, um, as always, about the podcast, what you're liking, what you're loving, what you're loving even more than that. But also, um, I do want to say it's really critical that we um, 
hear from you in a financial capacity, whether that's five bucks, 50 bucks, 500 bucks. Um, would love to know that you support Jolie and her work through a, a little bit of a cash donation this holiday season. And when you visit the Radio Network's website, www.heritageradionetwork.org, and click on that beating heart, you can actually scroll from the drop-down menu to let us know that Jolie sent you and maybe send her a personal message. And I know she would love to hear from you. Um, So just, yeah, popping by, saying that, saying thanks to Jolie, saying thanks to you for listening, and looking forward to another great season of Clean. Thanks, Erin. And I want to reiterate what Erin said, please. Think about giving during the season of giving, even something small. Um, if you have ever asked me a question on Twitter and I've answered it for you, maybe you could think about leaving a little tip for that that free <laughs> service I provided in the form of a little donation to HRN. I have absolutely loved doing the show. I couldn't do it if it weren't for HRN. And we can't all do what we do if you guys don't help to support us. So we really are so appreciative of your donations and of your positive feedback and for telling lots of people about this show. Um, so on that note, let's turn to other kinds of gifts that you could give or receive. Uh, and we will talk all about this year's Clean Person Holiday Gift Guide. Uh, I'm going to try not to spoil too much. So it will it will run on racked on Friday, December fourth. Yes, thank you for that. I was like, gosh, what what day is it? Friday, um, the end of the weekday that comes later yes, after this day. Yes, That's when. Yes. Um, so be on the lookout for that. We'll talk about a couple of um, a couple of the things that Meredith and I really liked from this year's list. Meredith um, is my editor for my column, Out Damn Spot, and so she was in charge of this year's gift guide. But Julia is the reason that Outdam Spot exists on Racked. And she was my editor last year. Uh, so she was responsible for last year's gift guide. And what I did to prepare for the show is I went back and I looked at last year's gift guide and all the previous years because this is actually, I realized, my fifth year of doing the Clean Person Gift Guide. Wow. I can't even believe it. So many gifts. So many gifts. So much So clean. I looked through uh, one because I wanted to see what I was recommending back in 2011 when I started this trend on the hairpin. Also, ready for this this little stroll down memory lane that we're going to do? <laughs> so in 2011, the gift guide ran on the hairpin. In 2012, I was finishing up my book. My book manuscript was due on January 7th, 2013, a day that I will never forget. Because <laughs> uh, I finished my book on time, which I later found out no other author does. Very rare. Yeah. Very, very I didn't rare. know that. I just thought I was given a due date and I had to meet it. Right. <laughs> it was like, it was like being in boarding school again. I'm sure know. your editor was like, what is this? Yeah. And well, What's actually, no, she probably didn't because she went to the same boarding school I went to. So she's <laughs> probably like, yeah, that's the same marker. Just get the assignments and write on time. Um, so, so in 2012, I did the gift guide on my own advent calendar style um, on Pinterest. I think also I was like, annoyed with the hairpin at the time i don't feel bad saying that now it's been so much time it's like i'll I'll find no one cares but i think that that was part of the reason um there's some truth for you right yeah Um, well it's a it's a ghost right now so oh it is a guy no i wasn't gonna bring it up it's like too sad for me um and then in 2013 i did the gift guide for jezebel Oh. Yeah, that's when I was still writing Ask a Clean Person on Jezebel and Deadspin. I was switching off every oh. week between the two sites. Mm-hmm. And the gift guide felt like more of an appropriate fit 
for Jezebel and sure. for Deadspin. Um, last year, I moved it to Racked with Julia's yeah. Blessing, which has been really, frankly, the perfect place for it because Racked is really about retail and products and all that kind of fun stuff, shopping. We're proud to be the first place that you've done it twice. Yes. Yeah. And that's exactly it. Yeah. So this year's will also be on Racked. I hope this will continue a grand tradition for us. Yeah. Last year, I did, however, do a special edition. I did Clean Person Gift Guide Rejects. Oh, yes. That was great. <laughs> and I put that on uh, Deadspin because that seemed like a right thing. And I, I only remember one reject from it. And I'll tell you exactly what it was. It was a stain bar like a bar of soap but that's for stain treating uh, made by the laundress and it was called santa's stain bar sure and i put it on the list because when i saw it the first thing i thought of were santa's skid marks oh <laughs> <laughs> so gross. and i was like if my mind went there like at least one other person's mind has to go there so i'm gonna put this on my guy's list of rejects and make that joke and the guys liked it you know play play to your audience yeah. you know um so anyway so i went i went back through all of those years worth of gift guides to see if i could find any trends and indeed there are some trends <laughs> the first of which is that apparently every single year i have recommended that people buy padded satin hangers <laughs> that's not what i expected so fancy. To be. So and they're on this year's too like, i really do try to mix up the the products that i'm recommending and i guess what what's happened is that i've mixed up the brands that i've recommended but not the actual type of product <laughs> so i have to work on this a little next year to sort of which i have an idea for how i'm going to handle that next year but i really laughed when i saw that I'm like, you know, the no wire hangers yeah. type gal. And so every year I the recommend... The joke is like directed at someone else in the gift bag, but I guess it should be you. <laughs> That's the gift for Jolie. She says no wire hangers. Except I already have the padded hangers. In fact, I have the padded hangers that I recommended this year. They were <laughs> they were a gift. To, I got them two years ago. I got them when my book came out. My mom oh. bought them for me when my book came out. So <laughs> there are, they are a good gift and I, I love them. I use them to hang my fancy kimonos. Nice. That's yeah. appropriate. See, I feel See? like I have the New York problem where I have a super small closet. So I have those like skinny plastic, like yes. they're like flat hangers, right? I don't know. Which what are good. Called. Yeah. Yeah. And I use my padded hangers. I have a, a sort of a decorative hook. One of, you know, one of those anthropology dealies. Oh, yeah. Um, I have it in my, in my bedroom, you know, in sort of a corner wall. And that's where my kimonos hang. Mm-hmm. It's all very artistic, you guys. Um, and so the padded hangers are, are on that hook. So it's not... Oh, I like You know, they're not decorative. taking up... Yeah, they're yeah. not... They're, so it's decorative hangers on a decorative hook with decorative kimonos. It's Perfect. Like, it's just like decor everywhere, you guys, in my home. My fancy kimonos, because I also have fancy kimonos. Of course, yes. I'm a woman. Uh, hang on a thumbtack that I shoved into my brick wall and that falls down a lot. <laughs> I'm going to come over so with... Same. we got to upgrade you. I'm going to come over with my drill, and we're going to fix that. Uh, we'll go to Anthropology, and we'll buy a fancy hook for you, and we'll, we're going to fix that. Thank you. Um, so anyway, so that that was one of the um, one of the gifts that I apparently recommend. So that, I, pro- I promise next year I will recommend that in hangers. Watch. I, I won't next even be able to... wire hangers. I won't, why not? Just save them all year from your dry cleaner and give them to a friend. Um, I will say this was this did make me laugh. Um, you know, it's good to go back and realize you can still make yourself laugh. The first year that I recommended the pattern hangers, I or the padded hangers, I also recommend that uh, the gift givers pair them with a 
a prince of Joan Crawford. <laughs> That's yes. a good gift. Yes. <laughs> it's like, I went for like your glamorous friend. It was kind of funny. <laughs> um, so that was kind of funny. Uh, other things that probably will not be super surprising that get recommended every single year. Candles. Mm-hmm. Candles are dicey, though, when it comes to giving. You know, because like what one person likes for a scent, yeah. another person might not like for a scent. And Well, to plug a racked feature yeah. that's coming up before the holidays, we're doing a big story on like all these fancy candle brands that sell like $100, $200 candles. It's crazy. And I feel, I mean, it's like such a status thing, right? So it's like, it doesn't even matter what the scent is. If you're like, this is diptyque, then like your friend's going to be like, okay. <laughs> I don't even care what it smells like. Like I know that label, so I think it works. Like, I oh, mean, I could that, trade this for a fancy bottle of wine if I needed to, so it doesn't matter. A couple, bucks, yeah, three bottles. Yeah, like. yeah. Or if you're me, you buy real cheap wine. <laughs> Ten bottles. Ten bottles. Even yeah. better. Those I will say those dip tea candles are fabulous, though. Mm. I mean, I'm not gonna. I, look, I'm just not gonna spend sixty five dollars on a candle, though. I'm not. Even though I recommended a ninety five dollar <laughs> candle on my gift guide <laughs> this year, but I but I did that on purpose this year because. I just, it was a it was like a lo- fresh laundry scent. How could you not? How could I not? And to me it's like kind of hilarious to recommend a $95 candle. Yeah. And I think everybody a knows a candle that smells like laundry. Yeah. <laughs> and I think everybody knows to take it all with a grain of salt and you know, Racked, we all have a very good sense of humor. So a lot of the stuff that that we write um you know, even when it's about hundred dollar candles, it's done with a sense of humor. So I, you know, I don't think anyone's going to feel pressured into, into actually so. like yeah. buying a hundred dollar candle. But if you, if you want to, that's fine. Please go and buy the candle if it makes you happy. <laughs> um, all right, some other some other things that that show up every year. Uh, <laughs> I have recommended the same $4 lint shaver. <laughs> like, I think every gift guide. Now it's everyone has I really, letters. Listen, I really believe in this in this lint shaver. And in fact, Meredith, we just ran mm-hmm. my, like, complete guide to sweater care on Rack, which did really well. I saw it yeah. everywhere. Oh, yeah. Invaluable um, to yeah. me personally. And yeah. it, got a, it got a huge amount of response on Twitter, which mm-hmm. I was like, oh, good. Uh, for men and women, which was also awesome. People love sweater weather. P- yeah. Um, and we, you know, here in New York, we have not had a whole lot of cold weather just yet. So it still feels kind of like a novelty to be able to pull out the sweaters. And in a month, we will not feel that way. But, um, but the, the sweater shaver was a thing that I mentioned in that, um, in that post that I just think is invaluable. I, those, those sweater stones that are kind of like the pumicey type things. I, I've, I've tried one. I, I didn't care for it because I found that it, it create, while it deep held sweaters quite well, it made a mess in the process. Um, and yeah, you That's know, how I feel, the idea. Yeah. you know, how I feel about messes. Uh, so the, the sweater shaver is the one that I always like, cause it has sort of a little chamber that collects the lint that electric? you can then dump out. It's uh, battery operated. Yeah. So when I was in high school, I went through a prep phase as many did, I think in the early 2000s <laughs> in suburbia in the Midwest, um, tons of sweaters, tons of J crew. And I became obsessed and I got like one of those, like, I guess it was battery operated, probably sweater shavers, but I like would be too aggressive and would get holes in them. How do you make sure that does not happen? Yeah. I mean, that's a problem with, I mean, honestly, it's a problem with virtually any one of these kinds of tools you're going to use. The, the sweater stone is going to 
potentially cause that problem using any one of the, sw- the sweater razors that are really popular. You know, those defuzz it, mm-hmm. uh, D dash fuzz dash it. <laughs> another great uh, name. Another great, yeah, defuzz it. Um, and, and the shavers too. Really, um, the, the idea is to keep it moving and use a light touch and use patience, which is the thing that I know it's a really annoying Don't instruction have to have to give. Um, but you know, unfortunately from time to time, if it catches, it can, it can snag. Um, <clears throat> Pardon me. If that happens, what you should do is you should take that sweater right down to your local tailor, dry cleaner slash tailor, um, and just have them uh, stitch the hole up. And that should not be terribly hard. If you are a person who keeps everything, you probably even have that sort of excess thread that comes in a little <laughs> in a little like you know drug pouch with i immediately your, throw that away I'm yeah like, this i mean it's garbage and then i'm like shit it, it, it mostly is <laughs> it mostly is garbage but the thing is is that the the uh you know a, a fabric care expert can can fix a pole um or a little hole pretty easily so it shouldn't it shouldn't be a, a total goner mm-hmm. um so yeah but that is a, a risk Certainly, you run with those lint shavers. I still love them, though. Because here's why. Like, a pilly sweater is bad. Is like as unwearable as a sweater with holes. Very true. Mm -hmm. It's equally ugly. Very upsetting. Yeah. Just, it should just not happen. Um, Okay. So, I'm going to run through a few other. Oh, this was a fun one. In that very first hairpin guide, I recommended something called Fredo the Feather Duster, which. So Another that, great name. That's the name of this show. The fact that the feather duster had a name and that the name was Fredo was so great to me. It was like a, it was like a crane. It was a feather duster on like crane legs. Oh, I don't know. It was. A, I just made me laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. And actually, my editor at the time, who was a very whimsical person, um, and, and extraordinarily quirky in, in all all the best ways was so into this thing that I bought it, that I bought it for her. <laughs> and, and when she got, she got the package, she came home, someone had like left it in front of her door and she came home. She should, she'd been out at a bar drinking and she came home and I get this text message at like two in the morning and it's like, I'm a little drunk, but I'm, I'm crying. This, this is the most touching gift. <laughs> <laughs> it was really cute and so then beautiful. and so and then like of course i'm crying because i was so touched by her text or drunk text message and so anyway it was very it was all very cute so that was a fun one to mention um always lots of those travel bags i think those are great gifts yes. i've gotten a lot of the, the shoe bags and so on um fancy shoe care kits sneaker cleaning kits shoe shine kits those are great for people who are like big into their shoes people love their shoes people love their shoes um electronics cleaner kits i mean you listen you don't need those things right isopropyl alcohol will clean your <laughs> electronics just in a microfiber cloth is going to clean it just fine mm-hmm. but for people who are getting you know a new laptop a new tablet a new phone um those are nice little add-on gifts like to stick in a stocking or if you know someone's getting that and you want to just get them something small those are like great little add-ons so that's kind of how i like to think about the cleaning gifts is you know either sort of the high-end things like you know a good clothes steamer would be awesome mm. i think like everybody at rack would probably love one of those uh, i have one obsessed with clothes steamers and the verge which is vox's one of vox's sites and they do tech and culture and they had a big gift guide and were soliciting <laughs> suggestions and so i did the my little steamer which just to bring it further from HSN 
by joy of <gasps> joy fame. Joy, of course, being the David O. Russell, Jennifer Lawrence upcoming. I was so, so obsessed with that story that Tiffany Yanata wrote about oh, so HSN. Good. I, you guys, I still am thinking about it. And I sent her. Oh, I love that. I yeah. sent her like a screamy email. So okay, listen. I've, this is a this is a two two housewives reference in one show episode here. Um, I sent her a screamy email, being like, "Oh my god, you met Melissa Gorga! Oh my god, I'm freaking out!" And she was so she was thought it was the funniest thing. And the funniest part about it was she was like, "Oh my god, I just got almost the same email from Carly Weisel, who's another <laughs> one of the Ragged writers who we're all friends with." But she was like, "But hers was about uh, Juliana." Ransack. It's <laughs> like, well, I love that we're all, all the idols. I so love that we're women. all like so vapid. <laughs> just that is fascinating, though. That is like it was a, a fascinating business, and the yeah, yeah, Tiffany did such a great yeah, job. It was a fascinating article, and I I really would recommend you all read. It. I I really can't stop thinking about it. The business model of HSN is so impressive, and the amount of research that they do and data mine. It was just fascinating. It's just so much hard work. Um, and and it, it seemed yes. also to me that there was a, such a, such an undercurrent of empowering women with that company that I really loved. Um, and also like, you know, the whole thing is like targeting this, this consumer that is so forgotten, this like older woman yeah. consumer. And it was just like, like, this is great. This yeah. is great. Like let's cater to her for once. Yeah. yeah. I wanted those jeans. Oh my god, yeah, she's I, amazing. The Jean Queen, Diane Gilman. Yeah, I totally wanted the jeans. Uh, <laughs> so anyway. Anyway, love so a yeah, steamer, steamer, get love joy a steamer. steamer. Get joy steamer. I love it. Um Oh, I mentioned that I was going to bring Wineaway back around oh, yeah. and, and tell you guys this. So here's a great thing about Wineaway. Wineaway offers all different sizes of their product, and you can get travel size ones, which are great. They're, I mean, again, perfect stocking stuffer for a wine lover. A great little thing to bring as an add-on hostess gift if you're bringing a bottle of red wine to like a Hanukkah meal. Bring a little bottle of, of wine away to go along with it. With your Manischewitz. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, don't spell the Manischewitz. Okay. Um, you're supposed Just to Just a funny thing it. to hand to your friend when they're complaining, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, wine away. <laughs> um, so anyway, so lo- lots of great stuff. Those are some, some gift suggestions. Um, you should definitely check out this year's gift guide for a very specific uh, as i lose my words specific gift recommendations meredith wants to tell you about the one that she's gonna buy i think for your dad you said oh yeah i'm gonna buy the oh god now i'm forgetting the name i know i know uh, what the name is it's o cedar is the brand yeah the kind of discount roomba it is a discount Uh, roomba hopefully my dad won't listen to this that's okay surprise dad it's not your whole gift probably (laughs) well if you you know let's see how the next month goes but yeah behave um, yourself santa claus is coming to town dad yeah it's a less expensive roomba that i just want to try yeah uh and hopefully not get too near our dog as per jolie's last column oh right my last column on deadspin you guys was about a roomba disaster (laughs) i mean i don't know woof literally woke <laughs> <laughs> it involved a Roomba va- accidentally vacuuming up dog poop and then, and then vacuuming the whole house with the dog poop <laughs> um it was a it was a good note to go out on um this is also a good note for us to go out on because this episode is over oh man, oh, man. thanks for having us you're so welcome um a big thank you to my guests today Meredith Haggerty and Julia Rubin of Rack National to my engineer, Liz Smith, and to our sponsor, Juniors. Today's music was provided by Rectech. 
If you like what you heard today, please consider subscribing on Acast or iTunes, leaving a rating and telling your pals all about my weird little cleaning show that you love so very much. We would, of course, also very much appreciate any donations that you care to send in the way of HRN. Thank you so much in advance for that. And of course, thank you to you, my listeners. I'm Jolie Care, and this has been Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org. You can find all of our archive programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can email us questions anytime at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a 501c3 nonprofit. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.